Welcome to the Tiny Plastic People podcast, the podcast about tiny plastic people. And here today, we've got a special Warhammer Day podcast where we have, well, most of us have seen the reveals and some of us haven't, that uh, Games Workshop put out around lunchtime today. So these are our hottest takes or takes we've had a chance to have a cup of tea and think about and uh yeah just sort of give us give everyone their views on what we're looking at and uh, what's been revealed so if you haven't seen the reveals this is probably going to be a spoiler but you certainly can go and watch, look at them now on uh, warhammercommunity.com and obviously we should say here as well that this is the podcast of tinyplasticpeople.com joining me today are rouge hello hello rouge. hello everybody it's me I'm back. Uh, Tom G. Hello. One of our many Toms. Yep, I'm your resident Tom for this episode. And I, I'll just say that in terms of if people are trying to avoid spoilers, I'm very impressed that by the time the, this podcast goes out that you've avoided them because they're all over the internet and I've been keeping my eyes closed while browsing Facebook for the last couple of hours so that I um, can go into this relatively unspoiled to have this conversation. As as the hot, you will have the freshest takes straight from the grill. Yes. and. Also, Joseph. Hello, Joseph. Hello. So, we've had had some reveals. Um, hope everyone's doing well today as well. On top of the Warhammer, uh, it's the special Warhammer ah. Day. Have you anyone ordered their their models? The uh, the special um, vampire and well, standard. Any special model is a Space Marine Lieutenant. Have, have these been ordered, or are we uh, people avoiding them? I haven't ordered it either. They didn't release Fulgrim. No order. I'm tempted by the vampire, but I'm wondering how many I should get because I quite fancy one for Necromunda as well. Yeah, I, I will definitely be picking up that vampire at some point over the course of this weekend. It's just the, the big question is how much other stuff I give in and get. Um, I'm eyeing up some of the cheaper offers they've got going on, which are most likely just clearing stock out, let's be fair. But having avoided getting Wings of Vengeance for Aeronautical Imperialis for the last couple of years i think i might actually finally give it and get it for the price they're selling it for now i will be getting that vampire uh i do not know what will be happening to her it may be the beginning of a slippery slope into hundreds of zombies who knows i don't think i'm going to go for any of the deals i looked at them all like ooh, excitement and then was, they were all like boxes i was only moderately interested in like i'm very excited by the new space marine aeronautica stuff but I have to say, Wings of Vengeance, I have exactly the same reaction to it now as I have. Oh, real nice for them who like <laughs> Nice little planes. Mm. And Okay, well, shall we get into the reveals proper then? If we go through things in the order that they were shown, um, that will be us starting with a little game called Warhammer 40k. Never heard of it. Well, no, it doesn't have any sexy snake daddies in it. No, so, uh, yeah, yeah. Apparently, has teen steel yeah. cultists now as well. So, I'm scrolling down the page. It does, yeah. Do you want to uh, let us know what they've revealed then, Tom? Seeing as you're right at the sharp edge, I'm finding out there's something something called Warhammer Forty Thousand Shadow Throne. Ooh, it's a good subtitle too. A bloody war of Talon and Tendril. Ooh. Definitely leaning into the yeah. Warhammer romance on that uh, subtitle. Yes, yeah. Is, uh, we all know PPP, romance. very pro-Warhammer romance. GW just... Very pro-Tendril. So, yeah. yeah, yes. What it is, is uh, 
a set of well, it's a single box set of Talons of the Emperor, combined Talons of the Emperor even, of uh, Sisters of Silence and Custodes fighting Gene Steeler cultists on Terror, which is the throne that is being mentioned in the shadow of the Shadow Throne. On Earth itself, the nasty Xenos are there. Yeah, we need to find out who this pauper prince is. Apparently it's their cult. Mm. I think it's the pauper princes, plural. I think it's a group, isn't it, rather than a single prince. Oh, is it like a collective? Yeah, it's a name I recognise. I'm just now scrolling through this, the the new Gene Stealer character, the Reductus Saboteur, uh, a special character. I Really enjoying the alternative face sculpt. That's a different way of taking things. Mm, some nice burn yeah, scars. Horrible. Mm. Really good. I can't tell if they're burn scars or if it's just like horrible tyranid like. Oh yeah, yeah. If they are scars, actually, either way, along with the sort of line running up from the eyebrow on the other side, very kind of Star Trek minor villain energy to that face mm. in a good way. <laughs> like definitely, Picard would try to convince her. No, terrorism is not the way. But in 40k, she just blew up his ship. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that is true. I mean, I, I, I wonder, you know, if it is a burn, how much you want to tre- test your, uh, tre- just your explosives expert who mm. has a, a massive explosion scar down her face. It, it means she got away from it. Um, right. Though what I'm confused about is if this is a special character, it's got alternative heads, which are both unhelmeted. That's a little unusual, I, I feel. Um, I think it's a a type of character rather than a um you know a named character. I don't think either of them are named characters because there's also a new Custodes character which is a uh, uh, running Custodes with a big sword. It looks like to me one of the and they said it's a sort of champion who hunts down enemy characters. Um so a sort of duelist for the Custodes. What it looks like to me is it looks like one of the jet biker pilots. Um hmm. Yeah, so what they've got in the article is they've got names for each of those characters, presumably the ones in the box set, and they'll, they'll have the generic characters um, with the rules as well. So that's, yeah, so they're probably not actually special characters, like you say. Um, I'm, I am really liking this, this custode, I will say. And it looks like he's going to get uh, the big sweepy attack, big choppy attack, and then some other. Thing. Big duly attack. Yeah. Yes. I'll, I'll say this is this is a pose I wish the Empress Champion model was in. Um because mm. I'm a big fan of the cla- really classic Empress Champion for the Black Templars, the very first one they released, which had the swords held with two hands in front of it, where as opposed to the more modern ones which are holding it up in a um sort of he Man style. He's doing the yeah. Yeah, it is very He Man actually. That's He's got the power word. for sure. Yeah. So charging forward with a sword held in two hands is an aesthetic I personally really like, and mm. really works on this model. Got a lot of energy. Yeah, it's a really nice pose. I noticed something, and I can't get my eyes off it. He has three knuckle studs on each hand, implying that he has three knuckles on each hand, but he has four fingers. So I'm like. His hands go from Simpson's hand to normal hand between the back of the hand and the finger. I, I'm finding it weird. Well, it's not <laughs> I a problem. I've seen that before. But yeah, I can't believe GW have done this. 
I'm liking the whole thing. Like, there's there's a lot of custody stuff in it, but there's also kind of implying the the wandering warrior thing that they occasionally hint at with the custodies that they go out on their own. They're not necessarily always parts of brotherhoods. I think someone in the Discord was jokingly saying he could be a um a sensei, the, the first edition em- children of the emperor, but not emperor's children. Jedi, and well, he isn't. He definitely still has some of that kind of wandering champion energy to him, with the leather boots and yes, the rushing. Yeah, it looks a lot lighter weight than your sort of default custodies, mm-hmm. uh, lion custodies, doesn't it? It's a lot of leather, and yeah, as you're right, it does look more sort of practical, less less ceremonial, I suppose. Mm. And there's obviously a codex to come out with each of these as well. I don't think the codexes are in the box. I believe the codexes are alongside or just after the box, which is fairly standard, I think, for the, the 40k things. And, you know, the um, Adeptus Raritas box and the Dark Eldar wasn't the last year. Or was it this yeah. year? I lose track. Yeah, I'm seeing it saying that the Neo Adeptus Custodes book combines the talents of the Emperor into the book. So it's got the rules of sister science as well, which is great. Though I do wish they'd call it Codex Hands of the Emperor instead as Adeptus Custodes. But it's mm. nice to see the sisters yes. having their recognition in that codex. What they also said on the live stream, I don't know whether it's in the article there, is that you there is a Sisters of Silence HQ. Um, whether that's an existing model or whether that's a new model, I don't know. But certainly there is, you know, the, the issue with Sisters of Silence and um, regular pod contributor James will... You know, agree with this or happily discuss this is that he has a lot of Sisters of Silence but for a long time in 40k they've they've not really stood out as a way to run them as a faction um, because they haven't had any HQ options so you can't use them in traditional formations or you could but only through sort of weird sub rules let them build detachments that didn't have HQs but as they were saying on the live stream yeah th- th- there is now a Sisters of Silence uh, HQ character but like uh, yeah, whether it's a a new model or whether it's just taking one of the sisters of silence and uh, putting them on a slightly bigger base, I'm not sure. Yeah, there is a... I suppose it opens them up to having more sisters of silence units being released in the next few years. One would hope, um, and also possibly thinking to kill team answers part of the question of how you can make a custodes kill team a bit more sense. I mean, obviously they were able to take sisters already, I think, but giving a few more options that would be good. Yes, definitely. One slight disappointment. It is a slight one, but you know the big picture of this is what your 40k Talon's army will look like. It's still not got any of the 30k stuff. There's no 30k tanks. There's no cool Dune sister tank. There's no cool dual hull floater hover tanks for the for the Golden Boys. It you know the tanks are rhinos and uh, land raiders. It's like. I know this is not unique to the Talons, it's also Mechanicus and I think a little bit Imperial Guard for some people, but it's a real pity that they are these incredible models, and there isn't really much of a lore reason why they wouldn't have survived, because they're on Terra. If there's anywhere 31st Millennium Equipment's going to survive, surely it's going to be on Terra. They're collector's pieces now, that's the problem after 10,000 years. How many of them are going to be left on the road? No way. Locked the, up the, the custodes units do have rules. Yeah. It's just the sisters mm. that don't have 40k uh, rules, yes. So you can take 
all the uh, the flat hover tanks oh. and the, the, the flyers and stuff. Yeah, because it's fairly, fairly standard that Forge World stuff doesn't have rules in the main codexes for 40k, which is weird given how established Forge World is. I think it's sort of one of these relics of the past of how mm. they approach the models and rules for these things and say, well, Forge World is an extra thing, which you don't really hear about it from the main codexes, which I guess the idea is you, that someone new starting with an army is they can go to a single place and get a single and get everything from that army in that one place. But you're right, it does feel really weird that all these things, which are actually quite key sometimes to the aesthetic and feel of an army, aren't really talked about and aren't presented in pictures and aren't glorified in the same way as the main 40k ranges. Scrolling down a little further, uh, I just want to absolutely praise the Gene Steeler Cult's cover art. That is some okay. wild stuff. It's incredible. It's the best cover art since Indrasta, for sure. I'm yeah. going to take a diff- slightly different take on that and say it's really good Drakari cover art as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's also Codex Harkonnens. Tell me that is not a fantastic aesthetic for Yorodalski's version of the House Harkonnen. It's not uh, Villeneuve's version. It's not legitimate. I just saw Villeneuve's version yesterday, so there's all in my head. And I saw Lynch's version in the cinema a couple of weeks ago. But the Yodorowsky one that never came out, that is what they would have looked like. Ornate, weird, grotesque, bald, sharp-toothed horrors. Yes. It is, I was just about to say before you did that the, the new cover art is, is excellent. And although actually the, the new rules they've hinted at, which sounds like it's very positioning-focused, have tempted me with Gene Steeler cults that I've never had much interest in them. Um, possibly just because there's, there's a lot of them and my sort of part of my brain that keeps me safe from such things is like, don't don't get a massive Gene Steeler horde army. Yeah, see, I, it's, but, yeah. it's dangerous for me because I, Gene Steeler cults have always been a maybe army for me, as have Talents of the Emperor. So that dual box is quite quite dangerous for me. Probably saved only by the fact that I'm fairly certain I already have that Magos and that Broodlord from a previous time they were in a box together. <laughs> I think they might. I think it might have been Deathwatch Overkill. Or maybe they're just very similar, but I think I might well have those already. I don't really need them again. If if it was the um, the female Magos, for example, I'd be right there buying that box like a shop because I love that model so much. But sadly, it's a different one. Yeah. It's your regular or boring one. I have had quite a few of those models, but I tend to use them for other things. They're a good source of people in generic, or once you've filed off the Gene Stealer cult symbols, generic. Rogue. Going back to the new character, um, that is such a gold mine of conversion bits. You want an ex- you want explosives. You want a nice backpack. Nice. Mm. There's going to be so many conversions based on that for things like Necromunda and for Guard and all sorts of wonderful conversions. I think off off that model there. Yeah, just swap out the head, snip away the little thing, and swap out the uh, the alien arms and you've basically just got yourself an inquisitor acolyte who has an unhealthy obsession with bombs and who wouldn't i don't know i mean i've almost sold myself on that box now i thought i'd come away from this preview (laughs) being quite safe that there wasn't anything that you know it was all very nice but nothing that made me go oh i might get that but uh yeah now tempted i'm now going to say i really hope the sisters tank gets some proper 40k rules because 
if you've got one side looks like a thing out of Doom, surely the other side should also get to look like a thing out of Doom. Yeah, that is true. It'd just be all Dune all the time. To be honest, I, I look forward to seeing what else they might come up with for Sisters, which isn't quite that tank, but is something else to add to their roster. Because mm. they tend to come up with brand new way models and rangers completely separate to Forge. I'm thinking of how the Sisters of Battle, all the players were really keen to have the, I can't remember what it's called, the Redemptor? No, or there's a particular tank which used to be you a know, forge world which everyone's really keen to see p- produced again and put into the new codex oh the repressor, repressor yes yeah. and instead we got a whole new different range of new tanks which are all all equally cool um i think it's the castigator um mm-hmm. rather than going back to retreading the old ground from forge world but having rules for that tank in 40k would also be would be great that is a thing they do need to introduce and everything produced by forge but i think should ideally be usable in 40k even if it's not optimal i'd agree with that um i'd also say like obviously this is our reaction to things that have come out not our suggestions for things that could come out but there's a lot of options there you know why not give them their own version of the Landspeeder Storm, like a little capture helicopter thing which they can repel out of? Because that's a very Sisters of Silence idea. There are rapid reaction capture force for Psychers. So give them some stuff that reflects that badass special operations yeah, warriors aesthetic. Something like the Archaeocopter, even. In fact, just give them an Archaeocopter. Mm. Just go, they stole a bunch of these from Mars during the scouring and they still have well that's that's going back into your dune requirement yeah some good ornithopter (laughs) action well we've talked about 40k in that case do we want to move on to the next thing that we got to look at and that is warhammer age of sigma yeah i I know Um, absolutely nothing about this reveal i've not seen anything spoiled so let's find out all i know is that i was appalled by how long ago it is since I remember their last uh, Battle Tome coming out. Because um, it shows that time really does fly by, because I didn't think it was that long ago, but apparently it's three years since this faction. It's first of each edition, or like first wave of each edition, is basically how they're running, isn't it? I think it's a bit out of order, but yes, this was, this was the first book, I think, of second edition, Age of Sigmar. So yeah, finally, the Magakin of Nurgle have gained a new battle tome and a new character. And they're stinkier than ever. And they are stinkier than ever. Having a lovely time. Quite yeah. like the new character, actually. I'm not a, and maybe this is going to be a, a common line throughout the, uh, this podcast. I mean, I, I've never had much of an interest in Nurgle, but I do like that character, and I could definitely see it finding a home in Necromunda. Yeah, this... Yeah. Yeah, the Gene Stealer... Cult's uh, demolition expert has big conversion energy. I think this guy has exactly the same dark chaos, dark potential. Just, yeah, everything. He's just horrible, isn't he? Look. Yeah, I really. There isn't. A, is there? I haven't seen the video because I I missed this part of the stream. Is there any good shots of the back of that cool plaque on his back? No, I don't think so. This is the only image we've got, and I think on stream they only showed this um, image as well. Other than what was in the video, but the little video doesn't have uh, much. Yeah. Have, uh, so yes, for for people who haven't seen it, 
Um, it's a sort of fairly classic Nurgle sorcerer, although quite a kind of gaunt one with optional heads. Mm. Uh, so one is a guy who's having an awful time because his hood's fallen over his eyes, and then the other one is a guy who's got a fly head for a head who probably is having a, a much time. better time. Like a baby bloat drone. Yeah. Yes. I was wondering when I was looking at this as well that he's, he has quite a lot of fly imagery, but the wings that are on his belt is a sort of. I do keep saying he, I assume it's he. Uh, it's got a set of wings hanging down. Are those the wings off the. Um, I can't remember what they're called now. Wood elves. Not wood elves, the tree wood elves. Oh, the, the, the Sigma. The, the flitter sprit or something like that. that flies the, there um, was a new hero who arch, came out for them. Arch Revenant? No. Yes? Arch Revenant sounds yeah. right. Let's pretend it's right. But it, those wings look quite like its wings, I thought. They could be stolen from it. After all, they are enemies. It's the whole realm of life war. I, I suspect it's more of a generic it's difficult to make insect wings on models not look unique. Mm. Um, I, it's the curved tips. They're quite distinctive. Yeah. I mean, it, most insect wings don't look like that. But yeah. Yes, maybe it's just by chance. Again, lovely cover artwork. I do not want to be that Lumineth. He is having the worst time. Just been slopped all over. I, I'm going to make, make this a theme. That's very nice Skaven artwork. <laughs> that <laughs> is true. That is true. This is, this is, I mean, that's a whole conversion option we didn't even mention. Sculpt a bit of fur, stick a rat head in there, and you've got yourself a new um, clan pestilence. Yes, that's true. Because they sounded quite interesting from what they talked about on the rules as well, that now Nurgle uh, infect units with diseases, so you almost continuously take mortal wounds um, after you've been in contact with um, yeah, with Nurgle units. And not quite sure how that's going to work, whether it's you know specific dice rolls or whether you get a counter and you just take that with you. But it certainly sounded very thematic. Mm-hmm. You want to keep your distance from them, not because they're going to smash you up, because, like, have you ever been close to someone with really horrible visible illnesses? It's, it's not pleasant, honestly. And when they are currently yes. trying to slobber on you, yeah, keep your distance. I mean, I'm certainly in no position to comment on how that will play. I don't know if anyone else is a sort of... I, don't know. I think a few people are saying it might be like, the 40k, some of the 40k rules they have where they can um, they have the auras of we're horrible and stinky, don't get too close. They, they certainly seem to suggest it gets worse if you stay close to them, but from what they were saying on the stream, there was quite a lot of yeah, they, they sort of implied that it was a continuous effect, whereas the 40k one is just a toughness penalty, isn't it? So Yeah, but I think in 40k they've got some abilities to you know, they can infect like objective markers so this is a question for people who watch the stream um in, in the article it mentions bringing along the the loci of fecundity and it's got a picture of the glotkin there is is the loci of fecundity a new thing is have, have they had that before are they actually renaming the glotkin to be a generic demon or am i just reading too much into this combination of words and image they didn't mention anything, but I think maybe the Glockin's just in the image that act as that model wit. Mm. And he should have cool rules. I mean, demons often get, loci of often the demon rules, aren't they? Whether it's, I don't know. 
I don't know. They, they didn't mention anything like that. They mentioned the Glockin, but just because it's in the picture. It says, if you bring along their most powerful demon, the so-called Loci of Fecundity, then picture of the Glockin. Mm. Maybe it's his little subtitle. Mm. Yeah, it could be his new a t- yeah, a title for his... You know, he's just one of the brothers Glocked. Mm. So why not give him a special title on top of that? Because they are existing AOS characters. They were big mm. parts of the, the war in their own life. So not like declaring Carl Franz to be, you know, Mount General on Griffin or whatever he is. The reference for all the kids. <laughs> uh, Young kids out there will know what that's about. Uh, I only just noticed that he has a fly-like sticking out of his robe. If you look down at the bottom edge of uh, of the new sorcerer, that's a fly-like ripped into his uh, fabric. Oh yeah, I nice never noticed that. Look at that. Yeah, and I think his hand is in the process of split. His other hand is in the process of splitting in half. Because if you look at the back of the palm, on yeah, the... you can see it looks like there's a bit of like yeah, like a line going up the middle. Yeah, very uh, David Cronenberg. I was just thinking, just buy one of these and mail it to Jeff Goldblum and see what his response is, because he'll post it online. Just see what he thinks. Yeah, another celebrity fan for Games Workshop. Talking about things for the kids, <laughs> this is one that I, who was, was you know, I, I played quite early Warhammer, I was not aware of this, and what they are reporting on, and with a lot of retro game art in the video is dungeon bowl is returning as a new blood bowl oh expand well i think standalone expansion is what they were saying does anyone remember dungeon no bowl? i mean i jumped in around second edition 40k and i think blood bowl first edition come out i don't remember dungeon bowl at all i remember dungeon bowl as a thing because it was a thing which was mentioned in the one of the first white dwarfs I got had a couple of extra tiles to add to your Warhammer quest tiles to be able to oh, wow. run, run Dungeon Bowl as a supplement within that white dwarf. And I think that was a resurrection of it from before. This was in 1998, which ages me significantly. Um, but it was a one-off thing of a, here's how to resurrect this old way people enjoy playing. That sounds good to me. It might actually be enough to get me into Blood Bowl. Yeah, it's a cool, cool idea. I I need to get back into Blood Bowl. Um, this looks really cool. Mm-hmm. I wonder if I hope you can also use the tiles from other games that they produced recently. That that there was no controversy around at all. It'd be so it'd be cool if you can add those tiles in as oh, well. Oh, you mean Silver Tower? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. They suggested it the other way round. If you might want to expand a Warcry board, oh or, okay, or or Soulbound was actually mentioned as a oh. non-direct GW product uh, that you might want to use them. You know, you could also use the tiles for that. So they are just kind of they're dungeon tiles. They don't. They I mean to be honest, looking at them, they're not even that specifically Warhammer. They're just nice flagstone tiles. Oh, one of them's got some. You could adapt in them. those to plenty of systems. Yeah, which is pretty cool to be honest like it doesn't have to be i do quite like that the setting is like every arena time trial game from a third person shooter especially i'm thinking of saints row 3 where you get you can earn lots of money by throwing yourself into a absurdist you know obstacle course and it's the same basic concept a wizard picks some salt some warriors and throws them into an arena that is a good concept for a game 
it is, is it a reason it's been used over and over because it's just good yes i mean i, I suppose that's the most the most visual well other than the fact it's it is a dungeon rather than a pitch the the most visual the obvious difference between this and blood bowl is that the teams are mixed teams yeah. i really like that yeah having noblars alongside dwarves i mean that's my one of my favorite things is that this this reveal reminded me about those little noblars that hang out with the ogre there's one of one of the things which puts me off blood bowl a little bit is how a lot of the models, they are really nice models in general, but you have a couple of catches, and they're very similar poses, very similar sim- similar pre- presentation of the models in a single team. And you've got uniforms. So having them have your team is a few models from a few different factions really appeals to me and seems like a g- good way of getting in, of you go, oh, I'm going to get into Dungeon Bowl, and then suddenly you have teams for three different Blood Bowl teams because you've got the spare models as well you go oh okay i guess i'm now also have a team for blood bowl and i can combine them together into a dungeon bowl team and i think if you're like a big blood bowl person and you've got like a few teams it gives you some you know extra options you can just like play this game mix and match all the yes i I think there's sort of the the hook, as it were, is that the two teams are sponsored by different colleges of magic. So you have a, tea, a college of fire team, which is ogres, dwarves, and noblers, and then a college of shadows team, which is skaven and dark elves. Which sounds fairly horrific, actually. In just in any game, the idea of skaven allied with dark elves sounds like the essentially the most stabby and the most horrific to play against. Um, combined faction and presumably the book will also have factions combinations for each of the other colleges of magic which, so I don't know how those would all pair up but that that sounds like a really interesting way of looking at it and going I want this combination of teams so I'll therefore be the college of fire or the college of shadow or the college of heavens yes I don't know if it was made clear ever that there's a sort of section of whether you can select college and team separately or whether you're always you know the college of fire only like ogres and dwarves I mean maybe this is the sweepstake you need to run is guess which factions from the world that was combined together which with each other faction which mm. college is that I mean you'd assume that the amethyst college is going to be the undead faction yeah maybe it'll be unde- undead and what though is the question could be, yeah. A classic alliance of undead and zombies. Yeah, oh, sorry, but, undead and goblins that everyone's been looking for. That's not bad. Undead and snotlings. Just who or no? Like I don't know what is the the col- It turns out there's a ninth college. It's the College of Food, and it's just snotlings and halflings. Well, I was gonna. I mean, the oh. moot is is next to uh, next to the Savampart lands, uh, Sylvania in the you know in the old world. So it, it's it's horrific vampires and halflings. And the, the halflings are just expendable chaff, you know. One, what the halflings eat everything, and then the vampire they, they, they get eaten by the, the vampires. It's the circle of life. Very Roman. Very Roman. Yeah, I think that'll have to be my bet for the vampire halfling team that I never knew I wanted. Also, shouts to the scattered terrain they're including mm. here. Anyone who loves a bit of scattered terrain, eats off some treasure chests, some other bits and pieces that are too small. I scrolling down a bit, you can see the um, the portals, and they are such pitch perfect nineteen nineties kids 
yeah. board game or those weird TV shows that were very popular in the 90s where kids got thrown into a maze, mostly by Richard O'Brien or some other not child appropriate movie star. And I'd bring those back, frankly. I mean, people love Squid Game. What if it was Squid Game, but less lethal? Yes. Or <laughs> if it's Blood Bowl, more lethal. <laughs> I've just silenced everyone on mm. that terrible take. I think it's called Raven. People who Raven? That. There was a kids' TV show called Raven in the noughties where um, kids were taken to a Scottish lake or castle and had magical challenges. That was good fun. That I don't remember. I remember... I think I remember... Do, no, it wasn't Crystal Maze. It was one that was set in like an Aztec temple of some kind. Anyway, we are now definitely getting off the topic of Dungeon Bowl. Drew, do you want to very much so help guide us back? Shall we move on to the most exciting, certainly the most exciting, if oh, you yeah, let's do announcement, it. which is Conan's just a big old bunch of Conan. Yes. Conan, Conan does Warcry. Yes, also known as Warcry. Warcry Red Harvest. And to me, it seems to be: what if Conan got together with? Some spider friends. To be honest, it's in Conan. It's just, what if Conan? Well, I was going to say, um, what's that Lord of the Rings game where the guy runs around Mordor? It just looks like that. He should be jumping off a platform to, to stab, stab, a, uh, stab an orc with a brummy accent. That's true. The, these Dark Oath savages are beautiful models. Yes. They're incredible. Some people have also pointed out that the aforementioned Conan character does bear a resemblance in pose and look to the hero quest barbarian from the front cover art. Which came first though? Is the hero quest cover art or Conan? Conan. Conan's a 20s character. Conan by Miles. (laughs) Because I was going to say that classic GW is a lot of Sylvester Sloans and uh, True. I I don't know about who else it is. Uh, Cat won't be denied its muscularity. I don't know about the uh, the, the movies, but uh, the amazing paperback cover art for Conan goes back to at least the fifties, and the um, even more amazing photos of the writer and his friends dressed as Conan characters goes back to when he was writing oh. them in the thirties. Yeah, but I think even like the 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 film with Arnie's before Hero. I didn't notice it on the stream, but there is even it's not a big wheel to push around. There's a small wheel to push around. Yes. To make you from a small child into a big hench barbarian. Although this one's That's how it works. Sleepy skeletons nice. attached to it. There's also a wheel for you to walk inside. To uh Yeah. To extract these are, these are Varonite mines, aren't they? Yes, which is the Realm Stone of the Eight Points, I believe. You can tell it's the Eight Points because everything is spiky. Yes. Yeah, there's, there's no chaos. Health and Safety Authority for the Eight Points. Or there is, but it comes to go, that looks too safe and far too healthy. You need more spikes and, and rot, really, if you're going to fit in. And as Fun as the Conans are, there is also a second faction, which have a proper name, but what they are going to be called here is Weird Spider Friends. 
the tarantulous brood. Very, very good. I wasn't going to attempt that. See, I would normally be really excited by these, but I'm really, really excited by the Conan models. So, I'm sorry. I'm the, sorry, spider yeah, the, people. The spider. <laughs> I think the the spider people are really cool. Like, I love the. I love their like spider arm helmets and their weird spider face masks, and they've got all like bits of spider web like down their arms, and then they've got the like bandage wraps, so they look like they're all like cocooned in silk in places. And the problem is, is as has already pretty pointed out, they happen to come out right next to a range of absolute chads, featuring incredibly gigantic lady chads. That we've been asking for for years as a staunch constant emailer to GW, even though they never reply, give us female space. These giant barbarian ladies are certainly uh, scratching in it. Yes, yeah, there's definitely some good hench yeah. in the the savages. Although spider friends, to go back to the theme, the spider friends are they're just perfect necromunda spider cultists. Yeah, so mutants. Scavies from the Underhive who worship giant necromunda spiders. You just chop yeah. off some of the the, uh, the swords, give them some guns. I mean, I'm famous for not liking Warcry, and I'm thinking, oh, you get some big hench. There's some hench in there. Yeah. Everyone likes the beef. Spider people for necromunda run them as gene stealer cultists, and loads of weird terrain. It's like tempted, yeah. tempted to buy this part. I mean, of all the things we've seen so far, this is the one I'm thinking I am definitely going to be getting that. I'm going to talk up two things about the Tarantulos Brood. I'm just enjoying saying it. It's got a good Doctor Who feel. Uh, two things about their design, which I really like. Um, one is a bunch of them have paired little fang marks jabbed into like their yep. thigh or their arm, where clearly some spider has been jabbing them full of They were trying to get superpowers. And the other thing is, this was discussed uh, live when we were just in our own uh, Discord chat earlier. But looking closely, I'm pretty sure that the kind of web crisscross pattern on the capes is in fact sculpted detail. Because if you look under the armpit of the forearmed leader, that is very definitely raised plastic, not just painted on lines. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh. On, on that base, I think there's going to be quite a lot of really good paint jobs on these. I, yeah. I kind of feel that, particularly with the silk, it's not really... It, I almost I know this is not what spider silk necessarily looks like, but I feel it wants to be quite iridescent and mm, kind of soapy nearly. Yeah, it's creepy magic stuff. So you could paint it. I I think you're right. I think they'll take a whole bunch of of paint jobs really well. Yeah, uh, these guys and the posing on some of them is fantastic as well. Especially javelin man throwing a javelin. Yes, is. An incredible, just another sculpting flex from GW. Paint scheme-wise, I can definitely see co-host of this podcast, Rachel, just turning out an amazing high-color, high-saturation, the weirdest spider mm. you've ever seen on this, if she put her mind to it. I'm sure there'll be some great stuff. I'm very boring. I'd like to see someone do a Warp Spiders paint job on these guys. Just because I'm very boring, but I think that would look cool because I'll take anything warp spidery. I, I just want to go back to a thing that was just said before anyone who's reading, listening to this podcast, and 
hasn't been didn't actually see the stream or the conversation because because the throwing javelin guy i miss missed that entirely and i'm looking at that going oh wow it really does not show up well on the picture on this um yeah on i think only article. one person in discord caught it when it was done while we were all watching it and it's incredible i'm really now looking forward to seeing the full 360 of that model I, I was going to say that I didn't. F- I felt that the only really standout wow model from the Spider People was the leader who'd already been previewed. But now you've pointed out, it's like, oh, okay, that really is something. And yeah, I think their sculpts are great. Yeah, they're really dynamic. The the guy uh, doing the Naruto run yeah. <laughs> with his two hands back is like he's kind of leaning on a rock as he goes over it. Really great. Yeah, I, I kind of feel that they'll really be done justice when I can see them in 3D. They look they look quite static on these versions, but maybe maybe in 3D. Yeah, because there are some of them running and possibly jumping. And okay, you're you're selling them to me. There's a real GW thing recently of models that look oh okay in the photos, and then when you go down to your local store and you see them in person. Even though they are so much smaller in person than they appear on these really high res, really blown up photos, you actually see them in your hand. You're like, like my big thing for that was like I was already quite liking the new. Like I mentioned before, I quite like the new Space Marine planes for Aeronautica. And I went down to my local one. One, they were like fifty percent bigger than I thought they would be. They're big planes, actually. They're not as small as I thought they'd be. And also, I was just like, look at all the little bits. And like, I bet these are going to be the same. You go in, you're like, oh, because like, I'm only just noticing one of the, the other Naruto runner has a little spider friend on his thigh, just holding on for dear life. I bet there's going to be a load of little spider friends tucked in unexpected places. That's the one who's next to the spider thigh person, is that a District 9 homage as well with his little paw bandaged up? Oh, maybe. Weird, cre- creepy alien hand. Possibly. Oh yeah, because I think I think he's actually got something strapped on because there's another there's another mini that's got their hand back and it looks like they've got like a kind of like they've like strapped something onto it like a you know DIY Wolverine claws. It's this new there's it's a whole bunch of recent GW models with Wolverine claws because there's these. Uh, there was another recent preview or pre-order even that had um one of the the you know the uh, the Darko sausages as uh, as Wolverine claws. Well. Yeah. I'm trying to remember what the, so there's one of the dark oath and one of these and there's someone else recently one of the orcs for warcry that's not it. warcry um underworlds did one yeah wonderworld had a had a had a wolver orc he really even had the wolverine pose like he was really going all out i do like the witch as well which is in the the beef the the, the non-beef that witch is probably my favorite model also, has she got something I didn't notice at the time, but if you look at the arm that's holding the stick and her back leg, has she got some horrible problem going on? Oh yeah, probably. They don't look uh normal. I mean she doesn't look normal anyway. Yeah, I think she's got an inter knee. She's also literally got Tim the Enchanter's hat. Yeah, the Oh, she does have a Tim the Enchanter hat, yes. Yeah. Twitch chat did point out she looked like Tim the Enchanter's wife as well at the time. So. Yeah. Yeah, that is not that is not original to me. <laughs> with us having earlier said about how much we like the um the, the buff women who are f- scratching that female space marine itch, I'm also really pleased to see other wi- female characters which are not the really sort of yeah 
I'm struggling with the yeah, word. Yeah, just not not pinup style. Yeah, it's a that is not a attractive woman. Um, yeah, unless you're into that sort of thing, people might be. But they're but, not witch elves. She's beautiful on the inside, I'm yeah. sure. No? I think she's yeah. probably worse on the inside, Rouge. <laughs> she reflects that horrible environment mm. that that they exist in. You know, where not everyone's going to be a you know. Yeah. And it's having a range of range of body types and appearances. Yeah. In all the models, and that's one of the things I really love about the Warcry range. And there's such a, even within the buff Conan range, there is a range of people there. They're all very buff, but mm. beyond that, there's some who are quite a bit not- noticeably thinner than others, and different in and thicker. And and also with the spider people, I think there's to some extent. And I really appreciate that in the range and. I say that witch is probably my favourite model of the set here, um, because that is a very interesting model. Yeah, I'd love to see the back of that. What's what's going on around the back with those huge bone claw things that pop up over our shoulders? There's a little bit of a range of ages, ages as well, because the guy with the shield and sword, who in the war one, the warcom one is next to opera man with three opera heads. Um, but he's not only painted to be older, he's sculpted to be older. He's got lines around his cheeks, he's got lines around his eyes. So he looks like, okay, older's probably 45 in this context. But, like, everyone else is, is you know, clearly between the ages of 18 and 30. And he's just like, he's the old man who's still going, he's not going to give in. He's tough as old bricks. He's quite a god of war. Yeah. Yeah, he's got that beard. There's also something, Boy. I'm going to mention it now, I'm going to bring it up more later because it applies to a later reveal. I love the sheer variety of different animal heads and skulls strapped across them, either literal or the metal copies of them. But that is more relevant for a later reveal, because it's the later reveal that really made me go, <sighs> Shall we move on to the one I was most excited about, Having, although I don't play the game, is... Warhammer Underworlds, Deep Harrow, Ogre Pirates. This might be my favourite reveal. I don't play Warhammer Underworlds, but I'm pretty sure I'm going to pick this. Uh, I'm going to pick this box up the paint and then try and find someone to play a game with. I love it. I've wanted a monkey to go on an orc pirate bike for quite a long time and was debating sculpting it myself. And now they've released the perfect model for me. And they've given you some free Noblars. Yeah. To go with, to pretend they're uh, grots. Yes, and a weird parrot. I think that um, that Black Powder himself would probably make quite a good uh, freebooter knob. Swap out only one arm and the head, and sculpt over the belly plate a little bit. You got a freebooter. Yeah, I'm not sure you need to swap out any arms there. To be honest. Yeah, you could just like put like a mask over him, you know, a big smile. Yeah, a little hat, freebooter hat. Job done. Oh yes, pirate ogres or pirate ogre singular or under the rumor world was correct. Pirate ogres. I'll say I like the model. I mean, it's, it's not making me go wow in the same way as the underworld, not as as the Warcry stuff was. But that it's that's possibly it's a problem of following on from that. Um, but there are, as ever with underworlds, very very nice models and and always the loveliest sculpted bases. Like, this is a thing yeah. that maybe Warcraft doesn't quite get the credit for that it deserves. Is 
the sheer consistent quality and interest of the bases. Like every single Especially one on these piece. ones. Yeah. You've got like Diogo, he's got his like he's got that sack of coins and he's like stuck his sword through it to like, you know, I don't know, mine. Yeah, it's a bad idea. When he picks it up, the bags just kind of split. But uh, yeah. I was going to say, that is basically Arkhan Land's monkey. You could just really easily make yourself an Arkhan Land <laughs> conversion now for your 30k Mechanicum army. Oh, good point. Yeah. Just all you have to do is trim off the handle of the knife and then paint it as if it's a, th- as if it's a, uh, a stinger. Done. Yeah. Knife monkey. Very cool. I don't know how they're going to play in Underworlds. They sound interesting. They get to rob people as they uh, go around the board or something they were saying, which sounds like a a, a fun play style. I just want to praise one sort of like metatextual bit, which is the last uh, footnote on the Warcom page for Black Powder's Buccaneers. Join us on the Facebook page to let us know what you'd like to see next. Seraphon Detective Agency Night Haunt Jazz Quartet. The only limit is your imagination. Oh, Warcom, Warcom, you have blessed us with both of those ideas. Those yes, are please. So good. I mean, you're always loath to read too much into what they say on the stream. Oh, it's a joke. Sort of fact. But they were certainly saying that, um, or suggesting anyway, that you've had all the core factions covered now by Underworlds, mm. so what you might be seeing in future might be some weirder shit and, you know, a bit more of the realms, which is always the thing I like to talk about, is that you don't get to see much of the actual realms themselves in Age of Sigmar itself, and you get to see these sort of interesting snippets in Warcry and the like. So yeah, the idea that you know, maybe getting some uh, Warhammer Underworlds warbands coming out that are I don't know, free people, you know, weird free peoples or yeah, yeah, weird yeah. Azerites or That'd something. Because I was going to say, I'm a little hurt on behalf of Cities of Sigmar players because there isn't a Cities Warhammer Underworlds band. Yeah. Because yeah, it's very much the space that Blackstone Fortress played in for 40k and which I was hoping Curse City would before being sadly removed. I, I play, I'm not sure whether I blame Brexit or the pandemic, but I'm sure I blame one of those. But so having the, it being explored in Underworlds in the same way is really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, strongly agree there. Definitely room for some some nice weird weird stuff. I think uh, more weird stuff is 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 is, is the better. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I think it's probably a box that I'll buy and then put the card somewhere and never use. I mean, for that I always wait till they get their cardless release for three or four pounds less. I've, yeah, I've done many. I of want those. a monkey to go on my. War bike. Yeah, you want you want it sooner. Yeah, that'd be a couple of years. I'm also realizing as well that I've kind of said that I'd probably get every single thing we've discussed here. So <laughs> GW's machinations have succeeded at an hour long stream, and I'm just like, yeah, I'll buy all these things. That's the goal. Oh well. Speaking of things that people are deeply threatened with buying, and oh no, this is the worst thing because this particularly large gentleman. Isn't just a single large gentleman you want to buy. It's one very big gentleman and all his little sons. It's the Horus Heresy reveal. Maybe not what people were expecting necessarily, because there has been a lot of hinting rumors mm. about a new Age of, Sig- um, Age of Sigma edition, a new Warhammer Horus Heresy edition. This wasn't the Horus Heresy reveal, but it is the last Primarch to get a model. 
only bloody Jagatai Khan. Where's his bike? Fresh, fresh in from driving around Terra on his motorbike. He's done a big skid turn and arrived in the preview. And yeah. he's pretty rad. He's, he's very rad, isn't he? He's a good looking boy. He has so many details. This is the one I was saying that his armor is covered in so many cool animal faces. He's got, they're on his knees, there's one on his chest, they're on his shoulder pads, I think there's one on his back, there's one on his sword, but I have just noticed his sword handle is made out of a spine? Uh, yeah, certainly yeah. appears that way. Yeah, that is a, those are those very much like vertebra to me, because they've got the little... They have the little bit coming out of the back. Yeah. Yep. I mean, everything is so good about him. Bits of lamellar plate hanging off his power armor. An unusually gruesome Death Guard casualty. Yes. Yeah, yeah, he's having a bad day. Having a little nap. It's it's a very nice model. And I, I, certainly reading the uh, Siege of Terror books, he's quite a cool character in there too. I have not caught up on those. But I have read some of the some of Chris Wright's War, well, White Scars books and they're real fun. They're very much like you all underestimate us, but guess who's the real badass now? It's me, Jagatai! And my mates. But the, that, the, then, you, then you will probably enjoy the Siege of Terror books, because there is continuation of them just being cool badasses. It, it is interesting that he's revealed as a single model, because in Heresy, his rules have him mounted on his jet bike or on foot. So whether there's a, another half to this kit that they haven't shown us, or whether they're just quietly... Not mentioning the jet park, you know, jet park, jet bike part of it. Mm. You never know; they might just be like, eh, "Make a jet bike if you feel like it." Similar yeah, to the just chorus, buy two of them and carve one of them up. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's similar to the Corvus alternate build that someone was mentioning, because he has a second set of rules for at, on the Isfan planes, where he's got no jetpack and said he's lugging around a yeah. heavy bolter like it's you know a hand pistol, just being the biggest angriest man. I mean, that's probably less... I mean, the, the idea of Jagatai Khan... Because, you know, classic White Scar Heresy Army is a lot of very expensive jet bikes. Um, and having your Khan at the head is you know, it's probably more common than an Istavan, mm-hmm. you know... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Korvax. Yeah. It's interesting. Uh, I mean, I'm Maybe sure in the future. third-party model makers are quite happy. Yeah. There isn't a... Someone's starting isn't... a Kickstarter for a giant jet bike, for sure. <laughs> I mean, all you'd have to do is put a flying stand next to it, surely, and he could just be stood next to his jet bike and it clips on. I am looking closer, and so the cape that you can see between and beside his leg is separate from his big Santa cape. So I am still open to the possibility that his torso is one part, his legs are another, and his torso can fit onto a second set of legs, which go onto a (laughs) jet bike. That basically we're seeing one build including one lower half, and there will be a second lower half in the box. Now, that is extremely what-if. I have no evidence for this. I'm having big thinkings. I I think the scabbard makes that difficult. Yeah, I I do agree the scabbard. Well, I can't tell if the scabbard actually attaches or not. Okay, it attaches to the the little crotch shield. Yeah, I I think that more... I don't know what it's called. It'd be quite... Unless he had a different arm as well to go on the jet bike, which he could do. Mm. I think it'd be quite difficult to have that hand holding a scabbard on a jet bike. Yeah. What if the the hand is magnetised and 
the the bottom of the scabbard comes off, and that's the that's the gear stick of the jet bike. Incredible, then, we love it. It mates onto, and that's him changing gear. Vroom. What if which um yeah. which Primark had the one of didn't one of them have a Games Day exclusive scenic base that was a big? Did I imagine that? Is it Sanguine? Sanguinius does have a big base, yes. Yeah, one of energy. them was like limited, wasn't it? I, was like, I wonder if, what, what it imagine if they just did a limited uh, game stay. Jagatai scenic base, but it's the jet bike. Stick a little bike on top. <laughs> that would please everyone, I'm sure. Definitely. There'd be no, no sad noises. I kind of want to get him and sculpt the bigger moustache from the art at the top of this page. I thought you were going to say sculpt the jet bike. I mean... That's an option. No, that's not an option for me. Uh, Drew can handle that for me. Um, but just like the picture at the top of the page, which I think is from his Primarchs cover. Cover of his Primark yeah. book, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. That's such a mustache. Also, having white eyes, such a powerful look. Maybe they're just tucked into his collar. It's a bit hard to see on the website, but he's maybe his little uh, beard, beard tails are just, just behind his collar, little front. I'm sad about is that he doesn't have the, the, the come hither bedroom eyes that he does in the the Horace Heresy rule book. Oh yes, a, those are fi- good. It's official portrait. He's very smouldering, and he's looking a bit stern here. I mean, he, he's in he's in mid battle. He's not having his portrait taken. He's come to do some business. Not just smoulder at Death Guard, uh, but he is the Huns. He cannot get down to business. Very pretty. It's a dangerous model. I think that's the conclusion I'd draw from that. I'll tell you the thing that's throwing me a bit with him, though. and He's in a very similar pose. It feels like a very similar pose to another Primark, but it's actually more of a combination. I was just looking through the Forge World website, and it's not, but it's a co- sort of a combination of... Um, so I think it's Fulgrim who's in quite a similar pose, but leaping. Mm. Yeah, it's a like, landing pose. Where it's like, so I see that silhouette and i think fulgrim and that's sort of throwing me off this a bit um he is now i've looked at in a good way different his leg pose is basically the same as alpharius omega Mm. it feels like a combination of some of the other primarchs and in a way that it's sort of previous ones had not yeah yeah he he looks good don't get me wrong but it just throws me off when I'm looking at it. Oh, oh, have I seen this model? Oh no, it is something new. He looks a bit it's like he's got elements of of the lion in the cloak and everything as well. Um, elements of Fulgrim in the in the sword. Elements of, as you say, um, Alpharius. I think in the just the way he's standing. And maybe it's just because he's coming twentieth, or not twentieth, eighteenth in the list. But. Mm. It's a really nice model, but it doesn't make me think, oh, I really must get White Scars and have this model in the same way that some of the others do. Right. I think his outfit really does resonate with the the themes that got set up in the books of they are a legion of the Imperium, but they are also very much their own distinct isolationist, isolated human culture because he has one high gothic symbol on his entire armor which is the v on his backpack mm. everything else is in the, the jagorian runes which they look yeah. like they might be um sort of some version of uh chinese 
glyphs. I don't know if they are or if they're just made up. They probably are just made up. I'm really curious if one that accidentally turns out to mean something. That's going to be embarrassing if it does. But it won't be something good. You just know it. Talking about weird uh, details, I've looked at the bottom of the page here, and he has, which I think is excellent, he's just got a flintlock pistol yes. underneath his arm. I bet that fires, like, hyper-velocity uh, tungsten rounds out of an electrically motivated barrel, because it's Archaeotech or something like that. Could look at his rules. I've got the book somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I like that every single plate on his front lamellar has two visible studs to hold it in place. And some poor studio artist has had to go and pick out each and every single one of them, which may make me go, hmm, maybe I don't want a White Scars army for 30k. Yeah, so it turns out that <laughs> the... Um, Games Workshop Studio has a limited number of studs they were able to put on their models any one year. So they've had to steal these from that model early, which was missing them on its hand. Yes. That's where they've got Well, them. he does have all four on his knuckles. He's not missing any on his knuckles. Yeah. I guess he's got bigger hands. It's true. He's going to be nice and chunky. I mean, I look forward to seeing what people do when they mm. paint it. It's going to be excellent. Yeah. It's going to be some real nice. I hope that one of the people isn't me and I do manage to resist. Because I have my, my whole service plans are set. I want, I want me, me some demons and I can't fit them into a White Scars army. Right. Shall we draw things together? I mean, we've obviously talked through everything. Do, do we want to go around and say what our standout reveal model or book, I suppose? Book cover art is, is your favourite. What's your standout of the weekend? Starting with you, Joseph. I mean, it's a hard one, but I feel like if it's going to be any one image from across the entire release, I'm going to have to make it a tie. I'm sorry, but I'm going to have to make it a tie. It is Jagatai, and it is the cover of the Green of the Gene Stealer Cults Codex. Those are my two standout in terms of images. There's a lot of good stuff. Though. Everything in Warcry is lovely. I do. I like the Warhammer Underworld. I think I'm like Tom and going. That's quite nice. And then going, but I liked other things more. Um, uh, Dungeon Bowl seems fun. That I, that's why I can say about Dungeon Bowl. It looks real fun, but those two things. That amazing cover of Harkonnen-y weirdness and just Jacket I Can just having the most detail, but everything being consistent. I think, uh, yeah, it's hard to disagree with that. Tom, do you want to disagree? or? Well, I think my favourite preview release there is the Warcry stuff. The whole range that they've got got there. That, I mean, I, I'm a sucker for good, some good scenery, so we didn't talk about that much, but that's really nice scenery. The um, Conan group. I, I really love sets which have such a range of different characters and very characterful models there and the spider people as well also match that i'm really looking forward to seeing those in full 360 it's very much a set which i am likely to get when i can and will sit alongside all the other warcry stuff which i absolutely love and have never quite got around to playing yet but i love warcry and the mod all every, every model i've seen for warcry has really knocked it out of the park for me and it is such a fantastic range of models and these are just meeting up to that standard 
Yeah, I can definitely see that. That's a, that's a strong case, I think, for Warcry, isn't there? Rouge, what was your standout? Uh, I suppose my favourite thing was probably um, Pirate Ogre mob, just because of how amazing the little noblars are and the uh, Ogre guy himself and Knife Monkey and an excellent parrot. It's just that incredible little nice, concise party collection that, that seems to fit with the theme. But it, the very close second thing is, in particular, the Dark Oath Savage warrior, the red-haired, absolute Chad Barbarianess, who's winding up this huge two-handed axe. It's such a cool pose. It has looks like so much weight. You can feel that she's just about to just like eat someone in twain. Oh, I, you, you've made me realise a thing I'm actually disappointed they haven't got in that set of someone kicking someone. Oh, yeah. It should just be like a... Yeah, a big, big This Is Sparta kick would yeah, be good. I, I can't believe they let us down and did not have a Sparta kick in that set. Oh, well. EW, if you're listening. It's a conversion opportunity there for, for everyone. Yeah, and also one of my biggest regrets is that I probably won't be able to fit these giant Amazonian goddesses onto a 25 mil base to put them in my Colis gang. That's a lot. Sure, you could just put one foot on. Stepping. Just just, yeah, just build a really big, a really big rock sliding out from. Yep, yep, yep. That's a good idea. I'll give that. Or one foot on two bases. One foot per base. Yeah, yeah. Good good point. Just give them two wounds. Oh, and uh, thanks, Games Workshop, for confirming Christmas. Oh, yes. That was appreciated. No, no, no. Just in general, I think that was appreciated by everyone on the stream that GW confirmed Christmas is happening. Mm -hmm. Yes. Christmas announcement. It's going to be Christmas. We were waiting for that one. So it's good to know there's Christmas this year. It wasn't Heresy 2, which left me slightly disappointed. Yeah. I mean, given the year we've had, it could have been, sorry, everybody, Horus stole Christmas. (laughs) There's, There's still time. There is no Christmas. I'm not sure which I could say. I think my favourite thing is the monkey. Because Jagate yeah. Khan, if you said there was a Jagate Khan reveal this weekend, you just knew it was going to be baller anyway. It's like... it's You didn't know there was going to be a monkey, though. Exactly. I didn't know there was going to be a monkey. The monkey I have a use for. I can put it on my bike. I can finish sculpting my pirate queen for my orc warband. I can't wait to see it. And I can have a monkey now. I forgot you'd been talking about a war bike earlier, and I thought you meant like your own personal pedal bike. You're going to pedal around with a little plastic monkey stuck to your handlebars, which is Imagine. why you need two kits. No, I'm a war game player. I don't do physical things. Purely leave that to the models that I collect. So yes, oh yeah, and then as we say, Christmas. Christmas is coming in October. So in. Well, I was going to say two months' time, but presumably the model will be available. It's uh, a red gobbo on a squig, isn't it? Probably, yeah. You just get to decide whether it's a Age of Sigmar red gobbo on a squig, or whether it's a... Um, 40k red gobbo 40K. on a mech squig. Yeah. Yeah, it'll have like a, one interchangeable leg and one interchangeable head. Yeah, maybe. It's just... It's just literally, yeah, it's a, it's a multi-faction. Confirm that the Age of Sigmar and 40k are the same universe in the least sincere way possible by revealing a, a Santa red gobbo on a squig. That's the crossover character between the two worlds. Well, well, I think that's uh, 
that's good. A good rundown of everything there. I think certainly I was excited by uh, what came up. It sounds like everyone else is, if not excited by everything, uh, pretty pleased. Um, and, yeah, I uh, think it's a solid reveal, even yeah. if there's nothing in your particular game. The, the quality of what was revealed, good. AOS gulps. I, I continue the trend. I don't think I've seen a bad AOS. I can't remember that bad AOS sculpt of anything I saw out of like Underworld, AOS, anything. They're just smashing it every time. Yeah, they, they do seem that way. You seem like you get a lot of uh, bang for your buck, don't you, out of Age of Sigma? A lot of creativity yeah. going yeah, yeah, on yeah. there. It, it's, it's really nice to see. Yeah, it seems like the, the sculptors are really, well, I don't know. Okay, it feels like they really enjoy what they're doing. That seems to come across you know, a lot of sculpts. Look like they've been made by people who are really like into into the setting. Yeah, I think you were saying about this a barbarian winding up with the axe chop and stuff. Yeah. It's it's great to see models that have that kind of di- dyna- dynamic pose, but which aren't the kind of classic. Yeah, exactly. It's not just like I'm running. It's just that you can really feel the like. Yeah, yeah. I, I said on a recent podcast that the Age of Sigmar really pushing it, pulling it, pushing it out of the park for models and just out their ideas and really evocative sculpts really justifies for me Age of Sigmar entire existence. It's yeah. it's really pushing the boundaries of what they can do with the models and just like, oh, here's an idea. Yes, we can do that in the model realms. Have you got a fa- an idea for a fantasy model? Yes, we can do that. And long may it continue. Definitely, yeah. It's 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 really good to see, and like you, you know, like you were saying there, it's that you you can be excited even without thinking, oh, I, I want to buy that. It's the idea of seeing what other people are going to do with it and things, and it just being added to that world is, uh, yeah, I think it's excellent. So, uh, excellent. All right, well, I think that's been a nice rundown of things. If you've liked what we've been talking about, you can find more of our podcasts and articles that we and others have written at tinyplasticpeople.com. And then from the guests, um, where can we find you? Rouge, are you available on the internet? Oh man, I suppose I am. You can find me on Twitter uh, at B-I-M-Betano. Tom, are you internetable? You can find me on Instagram. It's Instagram, isn't it? Instagram as Respectable Geek. And Joseph. You can find me on Instagram at games.scholar. Excellent. And as me, Drew, you can find me at Drew underscore paints on Instagram. It's been quite a while since I've updated it, although I think I put something up yesterday. So uh, it is still alive, even if it doesn't look like it is. If you want to contact Tiny Plastic People ourselves as the whole, you can reach us at the Tiny Plastic People at gmail.com or at tinyplasticpals on Instagram and Twitter. And finally, I'd just like to thank you for joining us and listening in, and I uh, hope you're all excited too for future GW products. An exciting time ahead and uh, hopefully we'll be seeing what people are painting on the internet very shortly or as soon as it's released. Thank you. So, goodbye everybody. Cheerio. Bye. Cheerio. Happy Halloween. Happy Woo! Halloween.